Hey everyone, this podcast is part of Story Mode, the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. You can support us and gain access to other great exclusive podcasts at patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash g-a-m-e-f-u-l-l-y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Mm. All right. All right. Hey, hey. Hey. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Hi. <laughs> my name is David Bell. Uh, my name is Tom Ryman. And we just watched www.fear.com.com. <laughs> yeah. The website in the film is fear.com. <laughs> Let's do it. Detective, we've got a white male, 54 years old. What happened to him? Must have been into computers, this guy. Do you want to see more? We have another one. There are five bodies so far. Oh my god. The one thing that all the victims have in common. Is the fear site. We gotta get these computers checked out. I'm waiting for you. Don't you want to play with me? Every one of these victims died two days to the minute after they first logged on to the fear site. The things on that site no one has ever seen before. They're spreading. Police! There's no telling how many are infected. Oh man, yeah, Tom, I'm excited. <laughs> Uh, so this is Thursday, which means this very spooky episode mm-hmm. was uh, brought to you by the ghost of Dave Thomas. Oh, spooky. man. How appropriate. How yeah. appropriate. Who, uh, yeah, made us do this. Made us watch the, I don't know, I think 2002? 2002. Fear.com from the writer of Simon Says, Tom. Yeah, that checks out. Right, well, all right. It gets weirder. Uh, also wrote Universal Soldier Day of Reckoning, which is a good movie, but I wouldn't say for the writing. Mm-mm. Also is the producer of Time Cop, Hard Target, Double Team, and Sudden Death. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah, not sure. So the question is, why wasn't Van Damme in this movie? Yes. He could have been, I he don't could, know, he the, the he scary been- doctor. Yeah, oh yeah. I was going to say he could have been Steven Dorff, but it would have been way better if he was the scary doctor. Yeah. This is also from the director of the remake of The House on Haunted Hill. It checks out. Yep. As you can tell by the presence of those weird uh grotesque statues, the and the, the body art and yep. like bisection stuff. They just and uh, reused the set and Jeffrey Combs. And Jeffrey Combs, yeah. Uh kind of a frumpy Jeffrey Combs in this. Yeah, he's a real grizzled Jeffrey Combs. Yeah. Uh, Tom, how did you like Fear.com? Um, the- <laughs> this movie is so boring. Um, it's, it's also trash. <laughs> it's so boring. I, I, was, I, I thought I was going to cry yeah. at how boring this film was. Here's the thing. I like the remake of House on Haunted Hill. So do I. Uh, yeah, not because like it has a shitty ending, but a lot of the lead up is very good, and you have Jeffrey Rush just being amazing, being Vincent Price, film. yeah, yeah, just being Vincent Price, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, great cast, you know, solid Chris Kattan, 
Yeah. Uh, Chris Kattan really lights up the screen. Yeah. Not necessarily a good movie, but I think this movie, Fear.com, I think people should, people have a responsibility to watch it because I think it represents everything that was wrong with horror in the early 2000s. Almost everything. Yeah. It has almost every cliche. It, it has, has it has almost every cliche. I will give the movie credit for not being PG thirteen. Yeah, sure. That's that, fair. That's yeah, that's yeah, about that's about all them... I'm going to give it credit for is yeah. that it actually has a couple of gnarly visuals in it because it wasn't it didn't go for PG thirteen. Right. It's an R rated movie, and it's got uh, Stevie Dorf. It does. It has Stephen Dorf in it. Yeah, um, but this has a ghost revenge plot which is very early 2000s. It has mm-hmm. a creepy little girl. Mm-hmm. It has a torture doctor. Mm-hmm. It has CGI ghosts. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has the high-tech haunting aspect, like, oh, it's a haunted videotape, or it's a haunted... It's kind of the ring. It's the, uh, this... it's the ring mashed up with, like, the cell. Like, it's the yeah. ring... It's like the ring got into an accident with a serial killer movie. Right, and that's the final thing it has. It has the We Want to Be 7 or The Cell uh, music video imagery mm-hmm. that, like, the Dutch angles and where it ends up, like, not having a single scary moment in the movie. And that's the final problem with movies of this era is they didn't... they we When CGI showed up, horror movies suddenly forgot that less is more. For like a couple years, horror movies lost their fucking minds. Yeah, they went buck wild. Like this. Yeah. It used to be, yeah, like you just said, less is more. Like for budgetary reasons and for other reasons, you know. Yeah. Um, not seeing the whole fucking thing. Yeah. Uh, is scarier. And it, al- it, s- and it also saves you money. Yeah, I don't need to see a phantom explode into cockroaches. That isn't scary. No. Especially when it's all CG. Yeah. Like, it's just not, it's, it's, they were trying to do what, like, gore movies used to do, because here's the thing, a movie like The Evil Dead shows everything, too, but it's so grotesque and practical. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, like, that movie isn't also, it, that movie does understand how to be scary at times, too, by not showing things, but, you know, it always escalates. These movies, like, this and Darkness Falls and... Really, just those two movies. It's prime. Those are the yeah. Those are the only two movies. Just those. Those are the only yeah. two movies that exist. Uh, Thirteen, <laughs> 13 Ghosts. Yeah. Thirteen Ghosts remake uh, and even the House on Haunted Hill remake. They all like just show at the end. It escalates to some CGI ghoul that's just cuts all the tension out. Yeah. Yeah. And and this is no different. I mean, House on Haunted Hill and Thirteen Ghosts are better than this movie. Yes, they uh, are better than this movie. Yeah. Uh, I, I should say The Haunting is a better example. That movie is a real piece of that, shit. That movie sucks buttholes. My the remake. God. The original's great, but the remake... Yeah, the, the, the Jan de Bont one. Yeah, with an amazing cast and just... Why did they make that movie? It's the... Uh, it doesn't matter. Um, kind of matters. This. So this movie is... For people who've never seen it, which is most of the people listening... Uh, this movie is about a cop and a disease expert. Yeah, she's like a health official. Yeah, and he, I guess, deputizes her. Yeah, I don't know. This this movie plays it real <laughs> fast and loose because, like, he shows up. Um, right. To the 
this is one of the most baffling parts of the movie is how her character is introduced. Yes. Um, is he and his partner, Jeffrey Combs. Yes. <laughs> what a, what a pairing, by the way. <laughs> yeah. I, Stephen I wanna, Dorf I wanna, and Jeffrey Combs are partners in this I wanna, movie. I want a whole series on th- those two. Yeah. Um, they show up at this, I forget even why they're at this house. Well, there's a subway. It starts with a, um, it starts with, with Udo Kier getting Udo hit by Kier a train. Getting, yes. And I guess we should just go through the movie because I need to, he, he's in the train station. Every, every moment of this film is dark and gloomy. It looks, everything looks like the movie dark city, but bad. Right. Every moment of this movie is too dark to see. And is yeah. in some kind of wild Dutch angle, so you can't yeah. really get your bearings, and then all of a sudden it's a new shot, and you have to start all over again. This movie sucks. <laughs> it sucks. This movie so is Udo, so exhausting. <laughs> Udo Kier's on the subway, and he's spooked out by a little girl with a ball, and he sees her go onto the subway tracks, and so he jumps down on the subway tracks, and I just, this, it was already bizarre. She, like, vanishes. Mm-hmm. Um, she's no longer an issue. He runs to the side of the tracks because the train's coming. So he runs to where you can avoid the train. Kind of. Like, I feel like he probably still would have gotten he crushed huddled, there. I don't know. He huddles against the wall. Well, and I, okay, so that would explain it because it looked like he had space. And then he runs <laughs> to try to jump all the way. Yeah, and then he gets he, hit. He's like, a, he's like a raccoon on a road, on a highway. Mm-hmm. Like, he's weaving back and forth and doesn't know what he needs to do. Yeah, they can't can't make up his mind whether or not to go back or just keep going. Right. Um, but, I think I think that's what it is. It's like he was trying to mush himself up against the wall and then realized, well, this isn't going to work. I'm just going to get gonna like work. the front three inches of my body ripped off right. by this train. Sh- <laughs> shave my face off. Everybody <laughs> dies in a Final Destination way, by the way, which is weird for this movie. Well, except the uh, doesn't. Doesn't the computer lady jump out the window or does she fall? I, right. I, I can't remember. All, it was all a blur. But again, it's all ghosts don't kill anybody in this. Right. Um, like the hauntings ex- are sort of like pushing them into killing themselves, yeah. essentially. Or just like taking over that guy's car. Oh, no. No. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Yeah. They, they, all, um, they all die of like uh, brain hemorrhages. Like they all have strokes. Right. Um, except for Udo Kier. He gets hit by a train. Yes. <laughs> I that, guess that was that, his worst fear. That cause of death is very uh, uh, yeah. uh, uh, explicit. They play it real fast and loose with the idea. The idea is there's a website uh, that's www.fear.com.com. Mm-hmm. And if you go there, you'll watch a, a ring type video, but bad. Yeah. And you have like 48 hours uh, to solve a riddle that most of the people don't get any clues. Yeah. Uh, except for our hero character, for some reason. Gets... Right, she decides to start helping out these two. Yeah. Uh, but And then in that time, you die via your worst fear, which in Udo Kier's case was, I guess, getting hit by a train. Apparently trains. And then her boss, our main character's boss, dies because his car goes out of control. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's his worst fear. Uh then the the hacker lady is bugs, which causes her to jump out a window. Mm-hmm. And then there's the Germans, uh, and that guy dies from jail. Yeah, jail I, is his worst fear. I don't. I, I guess th- we he, just don't know. Yeah, he gets like the fear stroke. 
Yeah. Um, where he just dies in custody. And the, the woman in the bathtub, like his, his German girlfriend, also dies of like the brain hemorrhage. It's just... But she's afraid of drowning. She's afraid of drowning, yeah. But for some <laughs> reason, she climbed into a bathtub. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> it's not clear. Mm-hmm. So Stephen Dorff is, is investigating Udo Kier's death, and they're bleeding out their eyes. So they call our main character who I forget the name of. Uh, uh, Terry? Sure. She's a disease expert, and she shows up and goes, nope, not Ebola. And then what should happen is they say, okay, thank you for your time. Well, it, she shows up at a different crime scene. That was the baffling thing that I was trying to get to. Oh, she shows up at the German She shows house. up at the, the German lady who's dead in the bathtub, and it's just, it's it's detectives Stephen Dorff and... Uh, Je- Jeffrey Combs are there for some reason. I don't remember why they're going to this person's house. Um, I think because, isn't it because the German guy freaked out in like the police station or something? Yeah, that's they right. Arrest, gets- they bring him in and they're like, this guy's losing his mind. Yeah. And then he dies in the jail cell. So they go to his house. He dies, think- he dies in the jail cell while they're gone. Okay. Yeah. He gets, they he think gets the they- phone call that he's dead while they they're at the sus- house. They suspect a disease early on, and no one has protection until later hazmat guys come in. Mm-hmm. Well, um, my point just is, just in time to tell them there's no disease. Right? Yeah, that they've that they've cleared it of Ebola in like twenty yeah. minutes. Um, my point is, is is they go out to a crime scene that's not relate that's not obviously related to disease or anything of any kind. It's just the German guy came in and started ranting, so they went to right. his house. They find his girlfriend dead in the bathtub, and then the disease lady is just there. Yeah. Why and is she there? How did she know to go there? Like, who I don't sent know. her there? She, the screenwriter. They needed yeah. her to go there. Yeah, she just um, appears there. And I was like, that would not happen. We also need to note that uh, Udo Kier dies holding a book titled The Secret Soul of the Internet. Uh, that comes into play. Uh, kind of. Or does it? Or no, does the, it? Like they, go, they talk to like his partner that he wrote the book with, and as far as I can remember, it really doesn't advance the plot he in just, any way. He just, like, the partner just insults the movie we're in. Basically. He's like, yeah, we mirrored a book about how the internet's haunted. Isn't that dumb? There's no science or anything to back it up. Anyway, bye. Right, and then he, they're he, like, the internet's haunted, you say. He, he literally said, uh, like, I just needed some money, so I wrote it. So that's, it's yeah. like, that's like the screenwriter just being like, yeah, I needed some money, so I wrote Fear.com. You're right. That might have been the screenwriter just adding themselves in the movie. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they find a videotape where they film themselves going on a web page. Yeah, uh, the among Germans. other things. <laughs> and from here on, the virus lady just hangs out. Mm-hmm. Even after they learn it's not a virus. She's, right. just, she's just there now. It's, it's a haunting, which I guess is a kind of virus. Sure. Yeah, and no one's like, you can go. This doesn't concern you. Never never comes up. She's just Stephen Dorff's partner. Yeah. Uh, it's really strange. Uh, uh, then there's the B-plot, which is a, 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 a terrifying man sees a woman working, and he's filming her. Mm-hmm. And he goes up and he's like, Hi, I'm sorry I've been filming you. It's just 
I, he, I, I experience the world through a lens. Anyway, yeah. you want to come to this theater later at night and film a movie? And she goes. And she goes. And the theater <laughs> is in an alleyway. She's right. walking through an alleyway. It's like that fucking scene in Goodfellas. Yeah. Where it's like, you got to get out of there. Yeah. Uh, yeah and no, instead. The, the theater looks like the fucking Foot Clan headquarters. Yeah. Like in the first Turtles movie. It's yeah. the most crimey place anyone has ever seen. So this woman goes to the dark alleyway where the creepy guy with the camera told her to go because he thinks she'd be great in a a movie he's making. Mm -hmm. Uh, A person he met on the street who's not an actress. He didn't meet her in an audition. She's like working the counter of like a theater or something. Yeah. He just follows her as she walks across the street and does some shit. Uh, So yeah. Uh, surprise surprise he turns out to be a maniac and so she gets kidnapped and it's kind of like the cell where throughout the movie this poor lady is just strapped to a fucking marilyn manson chair yeah uh just getting tortured but never actually being like hurt you notice that i mean i'm not saying i needed her to be hurt I'm just saying that the movie kept showing like, oh, he's torturing her. Yeah. And then there's just not a scratch on her. There's it's a couple like- of scratches. I I was reading about this movie. Um, apparently, this movie originally got an NC-17 for graphic violence and torture. So oh, wow. um, I think they took a lot of it out. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Um, yeah, that does. Yeah, for, for a few reasons, because this movie is just really feels like it had all its teeth pulled. And also, yeah. like this dude's previous movie, House on the Haunted Hill, pretty gory. Yes. Uh, so it's like, it's weird that this one kind of doesn't really have any. No, not much. It's yeah. uh, the gore is, there's some gore, but it's not, it's all like CG. Yeah, it's mostly like people getting nosebleeds and bleeding out of their eyes. Yeah. And don't um, get, I mean, that's metal, but like. I don't know. There's a part where the guy gets his head peeled off. Yeah, but, but it's, it's again like, a it, CG, and it's not. It doesn't look it, real. It doesn't, it doesn't look real. It's not. In the and it's not def- happening for real. It's happening right. in the dream ghost world. I was gonna say in briefly uh, in the movie's defense. That's probably the only time I will use that phrase this episode. I don't, it's not supposed to look real because he's like getting mind right. haunted at that point. Yeah, the mind haunting. I'm unclear on, but whatever. Yeah, I guess that's what the ghost is doing to everyone. I guess. Yeah, it's just it was just an excuse to throw in some kind of cool imagery, um, right? So they um they realize that they're going to a web page. Stephen Dorff somewhere in this reveals that he's been hunting a serial killer. Coincidentally, has been hunting a serial killer. Right, that- said, like he brings him up without it having any connection. Like he just yeah. starts looking at this old case file that has like a taunting letter this 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 mad doctor sent him right. for no reason it does not seem to connect to these dead people at all and no, it really it, kind of doesn't but it also does because the ghost is the victim of this killer right it turns yeah, out yeah by a wild coincidence mm-hmm. he's just like huh he looked on a web page that kind of reminds me of how this guy was killing people on on web pages uh and we couldn't catch him for some reason and it's like why couldn't you catch this person? Because I'm pretty sure you can't broadcast yourself. Even in the early 2000s, you can't broadcast yourself killing people without that catching up to you pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm I'm pretty sure they have ways to figure that one out. Fucking Amazon knows where I'm at. Yeah. Like, when I His, look at a book. So if I was broadcasting a murder for two days, I right. think they'd be able to find me. That's the other thing. He's broadcasting it for days. Yeah. 
Uh, and he says we can't catch him because he che- keeps changing the web page. And it's like, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I that think, makes sense. I think you might be a bad detective, Stephen yeah. Dorff. <laughs> Uh, and by the way, that webpage isn't fear.com.com. That's a totally different webpage. Yes. That's I, the revenge webpage yeah. that the victim's ghost, uh, I guess, created. Yeah. Yeah, right? Like she's paying like a monthly fee to like Squarespace or something. <laughs> she has to be, right? Yeah. That's, that's how domains work. <laughs> she has oh to be God. paying for that domain name. It didn't even occur to me. Yeah. That's very... Oh, my God. Yeah. This movie is a mess. Yeah. So they go... All right. Before they investigate the book that Udo Kier was holding, because at one point they're like, we have nothing. So let's just... I don't know. He was holding a book when he died. Let's yeah. go talk to the author. Maybe that book. And nope, the book doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. Steven Dorff goes to his hacker friend who lives in the lobby of a nightclub, I think. Yeah. She lives... Yeah. And she, how do they find out about fear.com? Um, she does she, hacker she, stuff, She right? does it, yeah. She, she takes, they, they realize that all the victims had smashed computers. So Stephen right. Dorff, uh, displaying the only bit of detective intuition he does in the movie, says, well, we should probably check out what's on those computers, right? Maybe there's yeah. something there. Uh, so he brings the hard drives to this lady and she begins to like recover the stuff on them and she recovers the website from them. Okay. I remember the line. I think he's actually talking about the killer's websites because everybody's watching them. Mm-hmm. And he says, why do you think the ratings are so high on those reality disaster shows? And I just thought that was a, a perfect line. Perfectly written line. Yeah, what um, is that? Are there, were, you know, those were reality there, disaster shows. Were there reality shows? shows in 2002 showing like earthquakes and shit? I think they're talking about like when animals attack in like 95 or something. This movie, oh, this yeah. might like, have been written... Like real stories of the Highway Patrol. <laughs> yeah, I, I expect this movie was written like a decade before it came out. It is a very naive depiction of the internet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So they... Jesus Christ. So that woman goes on fear.com. Mm-hmm. There's a great pattern of people going on... Sorry, fear.com.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get it and, right something bad happening and the next person going i better check out this website (laughs) and then something bad happening and going to the next person be like don't do it don't check out the website and they're like well i better check out this website right they have two different characters like his hacker friend tells him about the website and then says don't go there promise me you won't visit that site and he visits anyway and then the same thing happens to him and he tells uh the disease lady don't go there promise me you won't visit that site like the verbatim dialogue and she goes there too and both times they keep they think like they can just text chat with the ghost website. Mm-hmm. They're like, "Who are you? Why did you kill these people?" And he's like, "She's not gonna answer you. Like that's not how this works. It's like if you get a call from Samantha from the Ring and you try to interrogate her. It's like, no, she's just here to tell you that you have seven days. Mm-hmm. She's not gonna tell you anything else." Samara, but yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, and she also hangs up pretty quick. Like, she's not leaving any yeah. room for questions. <laughs> also, Stephen Dorff is the only person who gets hospitalized. Yeah. He, he can't handle it. He really can't hack it. Because everybody else is handles it just fine. He has, like, one vision, and he goes to the hospital. And do you know, like, why did that happen? It was unclear. Okay. Thank you. I'm just making sure. Because it was really unclear. And... <laughs> 
I mean, everybody else kind of didn't handle it fine. Maybe no, that's but... maybe that's why he went to the hospital. <laughs> oh no! Uh, don't get me wrong. I would go to the hospital immediately. Yeah. Um, but it's just very funny to me that everybody else, you, you go to fear.com dot com mm-hmm. and you, you, you watch the video and then you start like seeing spooky stuff. Mm-hmm. And most of the people are like, Oh no, that's weird. I got to figure it out. Or they start getting panic attacks. Mm-hmm. Steven Dorff has one spooky vision and then it's like hard cut to him in a stretcher yeah, going t- to the hospital. <laughs> yeah. He taps the fuck out as soon yeah. as he sees a ghost. <laughs> He immediate. He's just like you're on your own, lady. Yep. He's and pull, that's he it. pulls the ripcord. <laughs> nope. Steven Dorff just yeah. He just bounces for like he's thirty percent of the film. Right. He's out of the movie until the finale. Yeah, because he just got scared. Yeah. He noped the. He saw one ghost and noped the fuck out. <laughs> and he called nine one one and was like, "I need you to bring a stretcher. I don't want to walk anymore. I don't want to drive to the hospital." I'm going to lay down here in my hallway and you come get me. Like he doesn't like that. It was very unclear what was like wrong with him that he needed a stretcher. I don't know. Um, so yeah, he just goes to the hospital uh, and, and this lady, she checks out the website. Also the hacker later jumps out a window, lands on a car like everybody does in every movie ever. Like whenever someone jumps out a window in a movie, they land on a car. They landed a car, and I get it. Like, it's yeah, it's a way to show them hitting the street without them actually hitting the street. Also, you're gonna aim. Yeah, you're probably. Like, oh, sweet, a car. Yeah, you know, I think. Like, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it probably uh, is like a a stunt workaround or something. It's like, well, yeah, I think so. We want to show them hitting the street because that looks cool, but they can't land right on the ground. So have them bounce it's off also, a station wagon. It's also shocking because it's always a car that someone's in. Yeah. Um. Then okay. She starts researching the victims. She goes to the police station, finds his case file on the um, serial killer. Mm-hmm. I don't remember why she realizes to do this. It looks like a, it looks like an ancient book. Like she takes out this, like Jeffrey Combs takes out this big, like right. She she starts rooting through it, and Jeffrey Combs is just offering like very weak resistance, and then he's fine, and then he's finally like, fine, I'll get it, and then he opens his filing cabinet and pulls out this tome, yeah, like the Necronomicon, filled with like files. And again, this woman isn't assigned; she's not a. She's not a police officer, yeah. She was called briefly by the cops to investigate a disease. She's now just working at the police station. Yeah, so she, she bursts in and starts rummaging through Stephen Dorff's desk, so Jeffrey Combs goes like, fine, and hands her an active uh, case file. Yeah. She goes through it. She looks at the first victim, goes to the victim's mom's house, yeah. and starts just investigating the murder. Yeah. Uh, the mom reveals that her little girl, and you see the picture of the little girl, and oh, surprise, surprise, it's the creepy girl mm-hmm. everybody's seeing with the white ball that's yeah. filled with bugs. The bug ball, uh, you know. The bug ball. It was a it's popular a vi- toy. Yeah. she looked. They made her look like Village of the Damned. It's not a creepy child. No, not really. No. Um, and we learn that she was killed and that she used to like to play at the old abandoned mill. Because I guess that's where kids play in this universe. The sweatiest line 
she, <laughs> she's she okay she takes a picture she goes on so fear.com there's a like a ring video and the ring video gives all these clues including pictures of this mill so she is like screen printed them out and she shows them to the mother it's like do you recognize this and she's like oh yeah that's like four blocks from here <laughs> and that like, she used man. to play there as a kid yeah and my daughter, she used to play there as a kid at the old steel mill. Yeah. And it's like, at the wow, you're a at bad the abandoned mother. tetanus and, and kidnapping factory. Yeah. There's so many layers to that because yeah. she couldn't find that steel mill without asking someone, apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so she goes there and she gets, she sees an old blind lady. Yeah, she's blind in one eye. Okay. Just the one eye. Uh, and what does she say to her? She, she says, says you is- seem like you're expecting me. Yeah, yeah. And then the old lady doesn't say anything. And then she's like, where is she? And she points at the water. Wh- who is that lady? And mm. why is she? When she says you seem like you're expecting me, she doesn't seem like that. No, but she's she just, was, she's just sitting. She just, she just didn't react to her showing up. So what is that lady's involvement in I all don't, this? I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's like a temp that, I ha- that, yeah. the, that the ghost hired i have a theory she she has to do all the website stuff y- yes yeah that's yeah. her that's her web that's her that's her tech guy that's her it uh, professional yeah. she's doing the photoshop she's mm-hmm. doing all the graphics yeah someone has to yeah no this this bag lady is her gopher yeah um before this point i had a note that was so funny because just going back into Stephen dorff's condition she visits him in the hospital and he's lying in the hospital like groaning right he's having like a really intense dream yeah and i still don't know what's wrong with him don't know what's wrong with him (laughs) he's just scared he's scared (laughs) yeah he's he's spooked yeah so she digs up the dead girl's body she finds it yeah the dead girl's body is there which (sighs) it like moves doesn't it uh, it turns to look at her, but then when she rubs her eyes and looks back at it, it it's it's it ha- it's it's it hasn't right. moved. Um, so she recovers the body, but the thing is, like, why she goes there? Like, the mother tells her to go there because it was one of her daughter's favorite places to play. God knows, like, that's that's we could spend an hour talking just about that. Yeah, uh, just talking about a, a, a fucking seven year old girl playing in this goddamn medieval factory. Um, but the fact that her body is there means that that's, that's where the killer dumped her. Why would he dump her there? Exactly. So like the level of coincidence here that she just happened, her body just happens to be in the place where she played as a kid. Yeah. Why would the killer know that? It was the, yeah, that was the dumbest line. Like why have, why have the mother give her that line? I mean, why give the mother that line and be like, do you yeah. recognize any of these places? Oh, yeah, that's the steel mill where she used to play as a child. Like, why she could would just she... say, oh, that's the steel mill. Or like it's show... It's over there. Yeah, or show those... But that still has the weird coincidence of it being four blocks away and like that the killer happened right. to drop her body four blocks from her childhood home. But you could you could say like oh he probably knew her it's her, his serial killers often know their first victims right and maybe yeah would, yeah you know like it'd be a little more plausible not more not much more but, but. I mean, all she all you would have had to do was like have her show the photo to Stephen Dorff or have her show the photo right. to Jeffrey Combs and have him just be like oh yeah that place is like in the city I know where that is yeah like it, it's it's they just so out. strange to give that line to the mother 
the exposition in this film is wild. It's garbage. Like this, because this she, <laughs> they needed the mother just to show, oh, it, this is what she looks like as a little girl. Yeah, that's the only that's reason it. she's in it. Uh, and then they needed to get to the next thread. So they're well, like, and have it, the mother bring her to the steel mill. Yeah. And that's where she finds the body. Why would the body be there? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. We also get that she's a hemophiliac from the interaction with the mom. Right. Which, which then, starts the like the greatest fear thing, even though like nobody is killed by their greatest fear. Right. It's so fucking stupid, this movie. It's, it's, so, well, continuing the thread, the body, they do an autopsy. And inside the body, they find a lipstick case with a rolled up note just giving the address of the killer. The address of the killer's <laughs> apartment. Yeah. <laughs> And they're so like have, she and they're like she must have swallowed this before she died and it's she like She did what? Okay. Like it has like <laughs> on one side of the paper it's like revenge for revenge against the guilty or something or the guilty will right. be punished and on the other side of the paper is his home address. When yes. did she write that? When did she write it? Because they show that the killer again he straps you to a Marilyn Manson chair and just tortures you for they say she was tortured for 2 days. Yeah. Um and that's how that coincides with fear.com com and how long they have so in that two days she somehow got a hand free got a got a pencil mm-hmm. got a slip of paper while strapped to that chair i guess he was taking a dump or whatever mm-hmm. um used somehow was able to scrawl that on it knew the address of his apartment mm-hmm. not where she was no. His apartment. His so somehow, home address. He must have told her, or maybe, I guess, maybe he was going through his mail while she he was torturing her. Yeah. And she saw the mail. Yeah, he, brought, so real, he brought his mail with him. He's like, well, yeah. I have to get to this at some point. And yeah, he's just paying bills. Yeah. Because she, she knows the apartment number. Yes. So she writes that down. She shoves it in a lipstick uh, In a lipstick tube, yeah. And then she has to swallow it. And then she it. swallows it. She chokes it down. Friends, you can't swallow that. No. Uh, you, you, I mean, there's, there might be some lipstick tubes that you can swallow. Uh, I, I've seen some smaller ones, but the one in this movie is is big. Like you would, big. you would choke to death on this yeah. if you tried to swallow it. Uh, and she did all that without getting away, without trying to yeah. get away, and without, using the writing instrument to stab him, perhaps. And without him noticing. Without him noticing. It is so sweaty. It's like, she must have swallowed it. Okay, moving on. It's, it's beyond sweaty. It's, 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 it's ludicrous. It's like, ludicrous. It could not have happened. Yeah. <laughs> so it's around this point that the ghost just calls our main character. Yeah. <laughs> Because fuck it. Never done it before in the, in the movie. No, never done it before. But I guess the ghost is getting impatient. Right. Like the rest of us, the ghost is getting tired of being in the movie. Because yeah. the ghost had said something like, find my body. No, it and said, she finds, find me. Find me. Find me. So she, again, she's giving her clues despite not giving anybody else clues. Hasn't told anybody else that. She tells Stephen Dorff, find me. I guess maybe the ghost is like, well, these are authority. Yeah, like the they'll actually be able so. to do something. Yeah, but yeah. if that's the case, give them a little more time. <laughs> like, yeah, and you, you know what? Give them just the guy's address. Yeah, don't, you know it. You swallowed it. Yeah, just be like, my body's here. His address is here. Yeah, that's it. Or his name, perhaps yeah. the name of who killed you. Yeah, that would be helpful. Uh, and so she just calls her. 
And I forget what they even talk about. She, I forget what I forget what she says. But at this point, if there's so many, like, they go to the author of the book, there's nothing. She finds the body. It's not really... I mean, they found the address, so it's, I guess that it's is It's part something. of it. Like, but, but the ghost clearly saw that they, they didn't have a handle on the situation. Yes, yeah, so she to call calls them. them. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? My fucking God. It's... They, uh, uh, <laughs> so they uh, finally find him, the killer... Who is the cop in V for Vendetta, by the way? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's Stephen Ray. Yeah. Uh, or Ray, I think, is actually how you pronounce his name. Jeffrey Combs. He calls Jeffrey Combs for backup. This, Jeffrey is, Combs this is another out. incredible thing. Yes. Okay, <laughs> go on. They're on their way. They've, they've, gone to, they've gone to Stephen Ray's apartment and seen all this creepy bullshit, and they find yep. like this photograph of an old uh, nuclear uh, cooling stack that they recognize from the ring video on fear.com.com. It's like, right. oh, that must be where he is. They leave. They're on their way there. So uh, Stephen Dorff calls Jeffrey Combs to be like, I need, I need your help. I need some backup. While Jeffrey Combs is playing cards at a diner. <laughs> yeah. I, for some fucking reason. He's playing cards and drinking liquor with a guy at a diner. Yeah. It, that's, that is it, its own separate hour-long conversation. <laughs> And he's like, "Okay, I'll come. I'll, 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 I'll meet you there." But when they get to the when they get to the 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 stack and and uh, ambush Stephen Ray, he's like, "Oh, uh, you know," he like hides behind the 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 woman, the and they gurney, have like, the, yeah, yeah, and they have a bit of a standoff. And he's like, "And I hope you're not waiting for the cavalry because the cavalry's right over there." And they turn around, <laughs> and he has murdered and crucified Jeffrey Combs. Because for yes. some for some reason he beat them there with yeah. enough time <laughs> for Stephen Ray to, to murder him and hang him up on the wall. Right. That. All right. Just hanging him up on the wall. That's got to be what twenty minutes. That's like minimum 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. And then some and sort need, of standoff and murder. Another. You need 10 a ladder minutes. and like some tools. Yeah. <laughs> like he had maybe he had it all there, all the equipment, but yeah. like boy, that must have taken a second. Mm-hmm. He has to drag him up there. He has to tie him. Yeah. Uh, was Jeffrey Combs like? Did he give Jeffrey Combs the address? And he was like, "Oh, that's literally right next door." Yeah, that's right across that's the, the street. O- you know. Yeah, th- that's the only way that works. I'm in the abandoned nuclear uh, facility diner. You know, it's just yeah. right. It's right next to it. What a stupid it's fucking d- movie! Yeah, it was so dumb. Yeah, like, um, it was. It was. It was. It was such like a ha ha villain moment, and you're just like, that's not possible. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's how impossible. did this happen? How how did Jeffrey Combs fuck this up so much that he somehow time traveled? Right. <laughs> he fucked up so badly that he's already dead. Yeah. He's like, he gets the call and he's like, all right, I'll meet you there. And he gets up and gets into the DeLorean. Yeah. Like how the fuck the only, did he get there? Did he, did he, did he get up, trip, break his neck, fall into a sewer that just flowed him into that guy's room. <laughs> right. And the guy was like, ew, what's this? Better hang it up on the wall. Yeah. Better hang it up. It's, it's oh. God. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> Nothing in this movie makes sense. No, um, but I did love how they get him because Steven Dorff has the gun pointed. He's using the woman as a human shield, mm-hmm. but he's not holding any. Like at one point he holds a scalpel, but he's not really holding a scalpel anymore. Right. And you could shoot him in the face before he did anything. Yes. And that's kind of what happens is that she like says something to him 
he turns and she distracts him somehow with um oh she holds up the lipstick yeah and he looks over and like a little spider steven dorf skitters to the side and immediately just has him like he does the thing you could do at any point Mm -hmm. uh and then he i think he grazes him he shoots him in the leg he shoots him in the leg right and then a bunch of things happen uh that's kind of confusing he manages to shoot steven dorf yeah right who had the upper hand right in the chest yeah so steven dorf dies uh like an asshole which concludes like he's useless in this movie kind of yeah he gets spooked and goes to the hospital breaks from the hospital and then has the guy at gunpoint and somehow still manages to get shot in the chest Mm -hmm. uh then she while he's dying the the killer like straps up the woman and is gonna do like like serial killer shit to her everybody's still watching on the stream mm-hmm. and steven dorf quickly goes to fear.com.com which apparently is what you just needed to do the entire time that's all you needed to do mm-hmm. or shoot and him in the sh- face you know or shoot him in the face You're uh, but right. i guess that, that would have also like might have pissed off the ghost right and then the ghost fear.com.com's him and his eyes go black mm-hmm I guess Which it's like did, a, I, I guess it's like his his ca- all of his capillaries exploded and his eyeballs just flooded with blood. Oh, okay. I don't know. And so the ghost gets her revenge, and by revenge, ghost rules goes away. Mm-hmm. Uh, then uh, the cop dies. Yeah, and Stephen the woman Dorf dies. Get, the woman gets away, and then it cuts to her late at night, and she gets a phone call. And it, the phone call's kind of weird. It's just static, yeah. It's just static. She hangs up and the movie ends. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what that shit I don't know means. what that means, yeah. Was that the ghost being like, hey, thanks? I don't know if that was the ghost. I don't know if it was like the ghost of Stephen Ray is now like trapped in the internet. And now I don't know. he's going to start doing shit. I don't know if it's Stephen Dorff's ghost trapped in the internet. Because technically they both died on a live stream, which is their explanation for why this woman is able to haunt the internet that's oh you're right that's why Mm -hmm. so i don't know what it means this is oh boy this movie is dumb this movie sucks (laughs) it it is it sounds like we're having a lot of fun talking about it but there's just long stretches of nothing this movie is not fun to watch uh there are so many things that happen in it that absolutely don't matter yes and none of it makes any sense. The Mm-mm. logic of it. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's not consistent with its own logic. Yeah. No. Again, more than halfway through, they just start being like, oh, and the ghost uses the phone now. And it's like, okay, I guess. Yeah, right. It's like at the hour 10 or hour 15 yeah. minute mark when the ghost calls her. Like, we've been through most of the movie at this point. She hasn't used the phone. Right. And at the very end, they do the threat of, oh, she gets called in the middle of the night. It's like, so what? The ghost only called her once. Yeah. The ghost thing is the internet. Yeah. Do you now, are, am I now supposed to be scared of phones too? Because maybe make the movie about phones if that's how you're going to end your movie. Because uh, otherwise, I don't give a shit. What's the cell phone horror movie? Cell? No, no, no. There was one no. that was about haunted cell phones. Uh, oh. Fuck. There's a couple. There's, There's one, one about haunted electronics that the Japanese version is actually kind of good. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, fuck. Fuck. Shit. It's like one missed call. Is one missed it? call is one of them. 
Yeah. Um, there's another one. Um, I'm just Googling haunted cell phone movie, and I'm going to be really depressed by how many things come back. Pulse. Wounds, which I still haven't seen. Pulse, thank you. Mm -hmm. The Japanese version of Pulse actually has some creepy shit in it. Uh, But the American version, from what I remember, is garbage. Yeah, I I was thinking of it because I I remember it had Kristen Bell in it. Right. Because there's a bit in Forgetting Sarah Marshall where they're at dinner and Russell Brand is talking to Jason Segel about a dumbass movie about haunted cell phones. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> yeah. And it's, it, it, there, it's like a, it's a, it's a big, it's a meta joke because like the Sarah Marshall character was in the movie and that's why they're talking about it. And she's like, well, you know, it was, it seemed really good in the script. And, and then like Russell Branch is like, no, it was utterly stupid. <laughs> right. Right. And yeah. So they're, t- so they're talking about pulse. And that that's scene. wonderful. That's wonderful. <laughs> yeah. This has got big pulse energy. Uh, but it's dumber than Pulse. Man, that's a that's that's something. This is an extremely bad movie. It is. Yeah, it's not only is it boring and not scary, it's also illogical. Yeah, it also makes no sense. Yeah. Uh it's again indicative of like every problem with horror. Like it's the perfect representation of everything wrong with horror in the early 2000s. Except that it's not a remake of a Japanese movie. Mm-hmm. That's the yeah, one thing that would be it, like it the, that's have. like the one thing it's missing. Yeah, it is absolute nonsense. Also, the beginning titles looked like a cheap like studio logo. Did you mm. notice that? Yeah. Like the beginning titles, it just goes fear.com. and then the movie starts, and I was like, wait, was that the title? Yeah, the end titles are the same. Yeah, they spent yes. like zero dollars on the titles. It the titles look like the editor just slapped down the text filter and didn't do anything just went with whatever the default font was and typed all the the things out they didn't i don't even remember studio logos before the movie i think nobody wanted to put their logo in front of it Mm -hmm. it's a real piece of shit really can't stress that enough it's a it's a fear.com.com yeah i'd rather somehow fart into my own mouth than yeah. watch this movie ever again oh yeah i'd rather have a constant tube going from my anus to my mouth mm-hmm. just just human centipede myself i would rather yeah. do that than watch this human movie centipede again. of farts mm-hmm. it is uh, I, th- I thought i had one more thought but it has escaped me no that's probably for the best yeah my my goodness secret soul of the internet um so uh that, I can't stress enough that that doesn't matter. That does not affect that doesn't the plot. Ma- it doesn't any make way. any sense. Uh Udo Kier and his book don't matter. Don't matter. You're right. They have no rel Oh my god, no. it really doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. Uh they just are people who happen to have gone on fear.com. Yeah. .com. Yep. fear.com.com. Uh So yeah, check out this film everyone for Halloween. Mm-hmm. Uh, and thanks to the ghost of Dave Thomas. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was, we were going to watch this movie. Like I, this movie had been looming around this is a my movie Amazon. That yeah. You frequently threatened to watch. It's been haunting. Yeah. My Amazon watch list. Mm-hmm. So like I knew we'd either watch it on a Friday night or I would some night put it on by myself. Yeah. And it's really, really just in, in a night of self harm. Just really. Yeah. So I knew this, this movie. I had seen this movie a long time ago and I knew it was very mediocre and that's all I remembered about it. I just remember being like, oh, it's the director of House on Haunted Hill. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and it wasn't exciting. It wasn't at all. There is not one moment yeah. of excitement in the entire film. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. thanks, Ghost of Dave Thomas. Uh, this uh, this was through our Patreon. Mm-hmm. Um, you can you can make us. There's a tier where we can we will watch things you tell us to. Yeah, we'll watch whatever uh, you tell us to, pretty much. Yeah, so you can check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed. We also have our, our lowest tier. There's two exclusive podcasts, if you select that tier, called Tom and Jeff Watch Batman and Fox Mulder is a Maniac. Mm. Uh, there's a tier where you watch movies with us every Friday night. Yep. Uh, there's there's all sorts of stuff there, so go go check it out. It's patreon.com slash fear.com dot com, com. <laughs> slash gamefully unemployed. Um, we also have a, a store at tpublic.com slash stores slash game unemployed. Is that right? <laughs> dot com. <laughs> saying, the, saying the fear.com thing is like fucked up my memory for some reason. Yeah. yeah. tpublic.com slash stores slash game unemployed. Yeah. We got shirts, mugs, masks, stickers, all kinds of stuff. Ghosts. Yeah. It's probably ghosts. It's probably it's haunted probably as fuck. It's probably haunted. Yeah. Who who can say uh, mm-hmm. the internet is a big soul mm-hmm. that you're trapped? Are we trapped in the internet? Yeah, because we podcast. Yeah, no, I, we, I think I think there's probably enough of us on the internet it, that you could make like a sentient clone. Tom, I got a pitch for you. Mm-hmm. Haunted podcast movie. <laughs> didn't they, you know it's? Did, you know someone's gonna make it? They right? did it. Didn't they do it on the Twilight Zone? Jesus Christ! Someone already did it, huh? I think so. I think that's the the nightmare at thirty thousand feet redo that they did. It's a haunted podcast. I think so. Yeah, I think Adam Scott is listening to a podcast that starts to become eerily specific. Oh like, yeah, I, be- haunted I believe that's the but plot. Let, we can do a better one. Yes. Where like you listen to it and then in I don't know uh, two years you die. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. In like, and you die in whatever true crime way you are listening to, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, you listen. Or to like, the, you listen to the podcast, and like, you get a phone call that says forty-five years. Right, 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 right. right. Oh, okay. Or you get like <laughs> murdered by like a ghost that takes the form of like uh, Squarespace or Better Health, mm-hmm. or like one of one of those, you know. Uh, Something like that. I don't know. Yeah, you get, I don't know. You, you, we'll you, brainstorm you get, this. You get trapped in a dungeon in Joe Rogan's house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess the Joe Rogan podcast is a haunted podcast in uh-huh. its own way. Yeah. So we already have that. All yep. right. Yep. Let's go ahead and throw that idea out. Okay. Moving on. 